Welcome to Marriage, Let's Talk, hosted by legendary worldwide marriage encounter leader, Father Rosie Roseboro, featuring Catholic married couples from around the world who demonstrate healthy communication for building better marriages. And now, here's Father Rosie. Hi, Father Rosie here. I'm glad you could join us today. This podcast is not talking about marriage, It is where we're going to share how to create a better marriage through communicating feelings in authentic ways. In a few moments, I will introduce a couple who would share their reflection on their feelings about a certain topic or an event in their life. I call them the blades of grass. They have written love letters to each other, describing their feelings in various ways. Then after they finished reading their love letters, they would pick one of their feelings, attempting to try to experience the other person's feelings. Going back and forth is what we call the dialogue. Sharing one's feelings and exploring them is one of the most intimate ways to communicate with your loved one. Tonight, we have Jennifer and Patrick Chang up from Rockville, Rockville, Maryland. Yes. yes. They're still in the United States? Still yes. in the U.S., yes. <laughs> it didn't fall off into the ocean. Okay. Go uh, ahead and introduce yourself. Tell us something about yourselves anyway and how you met and so forth. Okay. Well, we're um, uh, Patrick and Jennifer Chang, and um, I don't know where to begin. Uh, we're both Chinese, Chinese-Americans. Uh, I was born in Taiwan. Um, interestingly, my father was in the U.S. Army. He immigrated here when he was a teenager. Um, so he happened to be stationed in Taiwan where I was born. I was born in Taiwan, but American. And uh, I grew up all over the country because my dad was in the military until he retired the military here in, in, uh, in Virginia, not far from me. And as you heard, my name is Jennifer. I was born in Hong Kong. Um, and around three or four, I actually moved to Taiwan because at that time, um, my mom came to the U.S., uh, to get her green card with a plan to eventually everyone in the family immigrate to the U.S. Um, and so when that happened, I then moved to Taiwan to stay with my relatives there. And then when I was nine was when the family kind of gathered here in the United States and immigrated. And Patrick and I, oh, and this is our dog, Bones. Um, hello. And he's like, hi, I'm 13. It's part <laughs> of the family. Um, we have two boys. Yes, we have two boys, a 13 year old and nine year old. And then of course, Bones, our 13 year old. And we met in church. church. So Mm -hmm. we're part of a Chinese Catholic pastoral mission called Our Lady of China. Pastoral mission. Mission. And at that time, um, I was participating in youth group. And I got to know Patrick because I was uh, running youth group. Um, you know, we have a small uh, community, so there's there are no there's actually no staff, no paid staff whatsoever. So in our parish, if you want to do something, you just do it yourself. Do it yourself. So uh, I had uh, you know had a great experience when I was in youth group from seventh grade through college. So after college, I decided I was they needed help, so I decided I was going to. Uh, uh, to lead and run the youth group activity it was not my intention to seduce and marry one of the 
we were we were friends or good friends for many 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 years and then was actually the summer uh after my high school and so i was starting college that we decided to um be in a relationship or dating so he is my one and only boyfriend uh, she is my one and only and one and only one that, great that's good to know it's good to know and uh, I mean we dated for eight years like all through my undergrad all through you know my medical school and then um actually the year that I graduated from medical school was when we got married um and what else what else can we say we traveled like we we didn't move far um, from where we are now. Um, our family, um, my parents, his parents are all in the area, and it was important for us to be close to family. And so, actually, my parents and my grandmother both live next door to us. Um, so that makes for a great just community. We call it the the Chen, the Chen compound. compound. <laughs> uh, and then his in laws. Um, and then my parents yeah. are. Uh, about 30 minutes away right. and we see them often um they're both retired yeah. so your parents are retired too yeah uh, so they're really available to spend time with family yeah. and help with their kids and part of, spend part time with our day. kids yeah. but why don't you uh share your love letters okay. okay do your dialogue and i'll come back in again okay okay So we dialogued on the question, what kind of touching that means the, what kind of touching means the most to me? And how do I feel about my answer? Yes. And how do I feel about my answer? All right. All right. So dear Patrick, the kind of touching that means the most to me is the kind that conveys connection, care, and emotional intimacy. I feel comforted about my answer. There are times when I feel stressed and afraid and I would close my eyes and imagine your bear hug and I feel comforted. My comforted feeling tastes like a warm sip of chicken broth when my throat is raw from coughing as I recover from a cold and the warm liquid just somehow buffers the pain. Comforted sounds like humming as a parent rocks the infant back to sleep. My comforted feeling is warm like when you held my hand in yours as we wait to hear potential life-changing news or when we drive around town running from one errand to the next. Comforted is orange and yellow like the glow of a campfire as I stare into its light and heat and everything else just falls away. Love, Jenny. And Jenny, I wrote, Dear Jenny, the kind of touch that means the most to me is firm, intentional touches with action. Whether it is a firm back rub and a loving glance or a touch on my thigh and a smile. These touches mean the most to me during the day as we go about our usual activities, particularly on the weekends when we are together more. To me, these touches mean I am desirable and you notice. When I think about my answer, I feel affectionate. My affectionate feeling on a scale one to 10, six. It's the color pink, like a Valentine's Day balloon. 
my feeling of affection, it makes me blush. It makes me want to give you a kiss on the cheek. My affectionate feeling is soft and cuddly, like a big stuffed animal. If my feeling were a nature scene, it would be watching the kids playing outdoors, laughing and having fun. My affectionate feeling tastes like creamy Godiva chocolate. I feel more affectionate with you when it embarrasses the kids and they go, ew. If my feeling could speak, it would say, come here, I want to give you a Love. Thanks, honey. Okay, so your feeling was- Comforted. Comforted and mine is affection. Affection. Yeah. So which one, which one to talk about? Mm, the, the imagery of <laughs> embarrassing the kids. I, you like can't, I can really like just picture and imagine it. Um, right. It like makes us want to be more. And what did you rate your? Feeling? I gave it a six. Okay. Compared to other like situations, other times I. Yeah, I'm trying to think of my comforted. Um, Yours is like a, I I like. This sort of um, soup kind of by a fire. It's very kind of cozy. Yeah. I guess the question is whose is is a stronger. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. I would say that at least the example that comes to mind that matches that intensity, like having you hold my hand waiting to hear for potentially life-changing news. That's right. pretty, like for me, the comforted feeling when I'm like, okay. recall those touches is pretty intense. Sure, sure. I think uh, the other things that you shared compared to um, sort of my feelings of affectionate, um, yours sounds more intense. So shall we talk about your feeling? Okay. That's good. Um, how does it feel to feel comforted? Hmm. When I feel comforted, to feel comforted, I feel safe, you know, like secure. Um, yeah, like there's a groundedness to, to me um, when I feel comforted. Yeah, feel grounded, secure. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, you think of a... Uh, like a, a, another time you use the one example, kind of a general example about the news, but mm -hmm. can you think of a time where you felt comforted uh, to sort of the same degree that you're describing here? Situation? Mm. A similar. I think, you know, I think of the time when um, do you recall when I was pregnant the second time and then I went in for my nine week ultrasound and then this ultrasonographer was like, uh, can you hold on for a second? Yeah. And then, um, you know, we're all like, oh, this, that's, that's not good when they say like, hold on for a second. And then at that time, you just like stayed next to me and you held my hand. Mm -hmm. I think that waiting felt so long. 
at the same time to have you next to me and like that touch, like holding my hand, yeah. you know, that I felt comforted. Yeah. Um, I don't know, but also the comforted feeling, you know, the example I, I share too, of sometimes just running day-to-day -day errands with you too. So it doesn't always have to be like, right. That's you know, yeah. That's kind of like, I mean, that was a very, uh, and it's very pivotal yeah. sort of moment as to what, uh, what, what was going on yeah um but it's not it it doesn't have to be you know because sometimes it's in like the everyday moment you know where i just like you and me just like touch and hold hands and just like look at each other as we go about our day and then like okay let's let's go on you know but there's something about that um that that's very that, that I feel comforted that mm, you know just you're there with me yeah okay. um what makes the comforted feeling more intense hmm see that comforted feeling feels more intense when when that's it's coupled with the realization that like you so are mine and I'm yours. You know, like the idea that, you know, we're, we're together, mm. you know, and just perhaps just realizing like, wow, I have so much to be grateful for, you know? So I think just having mm. kind of when, when that comforted feeling is coupled with that knowledge, mm. you know, so it'll okay. feel more intense. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, what, Another question, right, is um, what makes the feeling less? Less okay. intense. Yeah, less intense. Mm. I think when I'm distracted, you know, distracted. when I'm just distracted by busyness or I got stuff on my mind, I'm like going from one thing to the next, you mm. know, and that comforted feeling, you know, with your touches, it, it's, it gives it gives a nice pause, but I'm like I gotta I gotta go on to the next thing, mm -hmm. you know. Or I'm like I'm thinking about ten other things in my mind. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. 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 So it sounds like you uh, to feel comforted, you need to be grounded, mm. and you need to be uh, sort of uh, recognizing the moment for what it is. Yeah. Um, and mm. uh, okay. Okay. Did you uh, ask, I like to, I like the one, I like answering the one where it's like, okay, did you have an answer? Did you have one? Mm. What would my comforted feeling say? Yeah. I think my comforted feeling would say, ah, all is well. Mm. Okay. All right. Oh, Put it together, oh, Patrick Chang. <laughs> hmm. See, I want to go uh, and pick something curious. You can, yeah. Um, and you let me know if it's like if I'm like way hitting it way over the, the yeah. wall. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I remember when your um, your grandmother um, was not doing very well, uh -huh. right? and we had all the family come over, um, and everyone was there. And, um, you know, you were, you were kind of being very attentive 
you do her. Um, but I was like, I want, I was there all the time. I wanted to be mm. there. And, um, you know, through it all, I felt mm. like we were together, we're practicing. Yeah. But also, um, you know, when things are busy, you know, I come by and I do a little rub on the back mm. or a little glance on the shoulder as I, as you go by or as I go by. Yeah. Is that your feeling? Of comforted? comforted? Yes, Patrick, you're experiencing my feelings. Comforted. I love you. I love you too. Thank you guys very much. Um, yes, I was just thinking that as you talked about the different uh, touches and the comfort feeling versus uh, what was your, you had affectionate feeling. Um, it, it, I, I call, I described it, and I don't know if I sent you a copy, probably have not sent you a copy yet, but I explained that the, bla the blades of grass is where we live 99% of the time. Mm -hmm. We may have super moments I call Pike's Peak experiences. But what you're talking about, touch, how important touch is inside the valley where the blades of grass are. And if you open the blades of grass, you find a miniature Pike's Peak. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Harvest, harvest them to the gift of touch. Mm -hmm. A simple touch that says, I'm with you, you find secure, uh, you're protected. Or at the very end, you talked about your grandma. And all of a sudden, your 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 attentiveness to grandma and the family around you, but Patrick coming by just little touches here, rubbing the back or the shoulder, says an awful lot. That I know you're here, and I'm here for you, and I'm with you. That's a, and it's, it's so such a small act, but it's very powerful, mm -hmm. and, and and it reassures you because you both remember that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know. So that, that, that's the gift of sharing our feelings to try to get closer to each other. And uh, we make use good use of our time. And you let let know what the touch means. So now you can, you know, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm sure some of the touch affectionate is like, I'll see you later. <laughs> right. Right, right. I like that Blades of Grass Father because, you know, I think we both said in our talks about like, just going about our day um so like every day every weekend you know we yeah. have kids so we're busy you know yeah. our evenings or weekday evenings are busy too but yeah like the weekends where we do just the day in and day out it's the going here going there going to church on Sundays that it's just that's like the everyday stuff but it's like it's great like mm -hmm. you're saying I like the idea of the little peaks among the blades, the blades of, grass. of grass so yeah I definitely feel like that's kind of how how it is mm. you know? yeah for us. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for sharing who you are. And uh, yes. I'm so grateful for the guests we had today who shared willingly themselves in their dialogue. And thank you for joining us. I look forward to the next episode when I join you again. Let's more. This has been Marriage Let's Talk. Sponsored by Worldwide Marriage Encounter, the foremost faith-inspired marriage enrichment organization in the world. Providing married couples with transformative experiences through couples retreats, small groups, and more. Learn to nurture love in your marriage at wwme.org. Marriage Let's Talk 
is a production of Mater Media, the apostolate that offers the Celebrate Catholic Marriage Experience to energize and fortify married couples through parish events and the seven-step journey to joy. Find out more at matermedia.org.